Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with Debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO. Free, impartial advice on all your debt. This is Kevin Cassis for IFL TV in association with MTK Global. Sporting a new haircut, some new facial hair. Dave Allen, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm alright, mate. Thank you. Are you? Wonderful. What is that behind you? Uh, some flowers. So I'm not at home. I'm not at home. So it's not my. Not flowers though. You what, sorry? Nice flowers. Yeah, lovely. I don't think they're real, though. No, they're not. They're definitely not. No, they're still nice. Very nice. So, so it was announced yesterday uh, you will take on Christian Hammer on the undercard of Usyk and Chisora. So you're on the bill, you're back in action, and you've got a tough fight in Christian Hammer. Yeah, I, um, I think I knew about... Um, I think a couple of days into my Ukraine trip, so two weeks ago, Eddie said you're going to go on October 31st. So I said, all right, sound. So, um, and it's took two and a half weeks to get an opponent, really. You know, me and Eddie speak, um, we speak, we speak, I think compared to a lot of fighters, I get to speak to Milan. I'm lucky, really. Um, so, uh, you know, it started off Eric Molina. I thought I was watching Eric Molina. Um, then I thought I was watching Marius Wack. Then I thought I was watching Alexander Dimitrenko. Um, so these are all these are all good names and and good fighters. And um, so anyway, as the days went on, these 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 names were like saying, "Oh, we're injured, or we can't, we, we won't be ready for this amount this time." And and then I started getting offered names. I got offered Tommy Morrison's son, um, and he's not very good, to be honest. Like, um, being totally honest, like, he's a club fighter in America. Like, he's won 17 out of 17, but he's not boxing anybody. So, Eddie said, uh, there's them, another fellow, a German fellow, it was a cruiserweight, really. Uh, he said, there's them two where you can box Christy and Hammer. So, um, I said, all right. I said, Hammer's, Hammer's a good fighter. So, I said, well, what are the financials for it? So, he told me the money for it. And uh, the Hammer fight was a little bit more than the others. But uh, not substantially more. But I just, I just, I just said, look, what's the point in messing about? I said, let's box Christian Hammer. I said it's a good fight. I said if I box that American fellow or the German fellow, people have a field day. So we might as well, might as well box Hammer. It's a good fight. If I beat him, you know, I will get some credit for it. And and if I don't, um, uh, <laughs> you know, what I mean, what can I do about it? I don't. So. Um, Hammer's a proper fight, you know. I spoke to my old man. My old man said to me, "If you're not at your very best, you know what I've seen in the gym. Not even in the fights in the gym, you'll get beat." And I'm well aware you of that. Did that to you? Uh, my old man said that. My dad said that. He said, "If you're not 100 percent at the races and at your very best, you'll get you'll get stopped. It's not beat. You get stopped. You got to be got to be on the game." And um, and I, I feel the same way. I'm I, I, I'm not worried about it, but I know. I know if I'm not, I'm not, not on a going day. Yeah, I'll get beat. I'll get stopped. It'll be a hard night. So um, everything, everything's going well. I'm training well, and um, 
prepared for a, for a really hard fight. I think I think Hammer's a good fight. And I think it's a good fight. What did Eddie Holmes say to you about you taking this fight? He just said if you beat Hammer, he said the possibilities of fights in twenty twenty one are massive. He said oh, you can box the other fellas, and it is what it is. It's a payday, and it's, it is what it is. I said I'm not really in boxing for that. I want to want to beat Christian Hammer. I'm not in boxing for titles. I'm not in boxing. I'm in boxing because when I beat Christian Hammer, my dad, Jamie, Mick, all the people I respect in boxing are going to say, you know what, David, you beat Christian Hammer, that's a good fight, you beat him. And lots of people online are going to have to say, you know what, you did well, you beat him. And if I don't, then, um, you know, I had a crack here. There's no, there's no point. I'm not interested in picking money up fighting, fighting uh, cruiserweights and fellas that aren't really good. I want to box Christian Hammer. He's the best. He was the best name that was offered to me. And as soon as I heard it, we took it. So um, no one could ever say that I don't box the best I have since day dot. So it's a risk reward, you know. The money's not great for it, but I beat Hammer. It puts me in a great position for the one after. So it's it's a bit it's a bit of a gamble. Christian Hammer, obviously, very seasoned, experience. He's been in with just about everyone. Obviously, you've got a yeah. common opponent in. Luis Ortiz, David, uh, Price. David Price as well. Yeah, he's been in with Fury, which was five years ago from Beckin. I mean, yeah, yeah so he's been in with quite a few. And I'm not saying he's beaten the ones that kind of the very, very top, but there are a lot of them fighters he has beat. Like he's got wins over David Price. And I remember that fight with David Price because David Price nearly had him out there. And then yes. I remember that fight from a few years ago. But yeah, he comes in there with, uh, like, experience-wise, good pedigree. Yeah, you know, I looked, I looked at his record. I remember the price fight. I, I was there when he watched Tyson. I was there. It was, um, I think it was at the O2, actually. And um, he beat Tepper when Tepper was unbeaten. Yeah. He beat Wallace when he was unbeaten. He beat Price. He beat a decent Algerian. He went 12 with Povetkin. You don't go 12 with Povetkin if, if you can't look after yourself. 10 with Ortiz. Um, I look at Hammer and Hammer's Hammer's a lot better than Lucas Brown is when I box him. Brown was good years ago, not so good when I beat him. Decent, but not 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 as good as he was. Nick Webb, domestic level at best. So Hammer's a Hammer's a big step up. He'd be the, he's not, I don't think he's the best fighter I've faced, but he'd be the best fighter I've beat. And I think Hammer goes into it as a big favourite, to be honest. Um, on all known form and what we see. Um, if I can replicate what I do in sparring, which I'm hoping I will with, with the show being behind closed doors, I believe I beat him. Uh, I don't believe I stop him because I think he's very tough and I don't think I hard enough to stop him. But I think I can outbox him for 10 rounds and that'll be the plan. You've probably acquired from kind of your Furies, Joshua's, Probably been on more pay-per-view shows. We've spoken about this before than any yeah. other. Anyway, I'm going to go as far as saying you may have been as many pay-per-view shows as Dillian Wyatt's. I've been scheduled to box on 11, but this was my eighth appearance where I've been scheduled to box on 11. And um, but you know, if you look through them, yeah, the first one was Lewis Ortiz. I was the, I wasn't, I wasn't, I wasn't on the pay-per-view. I was, in the, I was just, I was there to get beat up on pay-per-view. So I don't really, that's not really can be counted. I was there to lose. I boxed Nick Webb on pay-per-view. I was there to lose. 
been there to lose half the times, so, you know what I mean? So you say, oh, I'm a bit for you again. Half the time, I was not there to get filled in. I weren't, I weren't the attraction. I was the body that was brought in to get beat up. So, um, yeah, I'm very fortunate. But, and, you know, I think a lot of people say, you know, you're not, you, you haven't done anything to, to box on there. But boxing and more so pay-per-view and how, the, how that works is what people pay to watch is pay-per-view. Not the best fight is not always pay-per-view, you know. Um, it's whoever's going to make people spend 1995 to watch it. I'm very fortunate that people like to watch me and 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 show the support with the pocket. And I'm very appreciative and grateful for it. And that's why we're here on, you know, appearance 8 or 11, however you want to look at it. And I'm very blessed. And I'm, I know that as well. But um, I'm never going to turn around and go, you know, Eddie, I know what I'll leave it, mate. I'm not going to do it. People on the internet say that shouldn't be on there. But... Um, Eddie knows how the game works, you know. He's the best promoter in the world and he keeps putting me on. There's a reason for it. And, and that's because I'm very fortunate that people want to watch me. And um, it's not like I'm headlining it. People go, oh, Dave Allen on pay-per-view, I'm not spending that. No, you know what, mate? 99% of the people are paying to watch Chisora UC. I just happen to be on there and a few people that will pay. You know, you might get a few hundred extra people, but Dave Allen's I'll watch it. But the majority is paying to watch Chisora UC, you know. The majority was paying to watch... Uh, Joshua Molina, not Alan Ortiz at half six on the free to air slot. So, um, you know, you break things down and, you know what I mean? I've never been the headline of the pay per view. Like, I'm not the really the, I'm not the main attraction. Like I said, half seven have been the punch bag. So, here's what it is. What, what pressure do you feel going into this? Because you have been given kind of opportunity after opportunity. Uh, some nights obviously haven't gone your way. You know, obviously we've spoken in the past about the Lenroy Thomas fights, etc., and uh, the David Price fight, etc. It's not always gone your way, but you do keep being given opportunities um, for various reasons, really. Um, but well, I always talk about opportunities. Something about that's something I always got back up because yeah. I had ten amateur fights, yeah, and I started off on the on the small old scene, and. Um, my third, fourth, and fifth, and you know what? I was, um, and I had 15 months out uh, the ring, and uh, it looked like my career was over, to be honest. So, what I did was I moved house. I moved house. I moved an hour away. Um, got a new train, a new management. And um, in my 18th ever amateur professional fight, I bought a French Everett champion for Brees Yang, and I beat him. Then I'll tell you if I am not sure, I watched Jason Gavin, you know, who'd been boxing since before I was born, and I beat them both. Then I watched Dylan White and Lewis Ortiz or Peanuts and got beat up. So I earned the Lenroy Thomas opportunity for fighting for nothing and um, in gaming it out. And, I, and I, that was an opportunity. Lenroy Thomas, the first one that I squandered, the cut out with Lenroy Thomas couldn't be helped. The Yoko fight has to go to France for fuck all and box him. I then boxed Nick Webb a month after getting the worst side in my life. Knocked him out. Beat Neil Bracamonte, beat Brown. Uh, then I boxed Price. So, uh, and I got beat up by Price. So the, the opportunities I see are the Lenroy Thomas and the David Price. And I earned them both. And I earned them. And I shed a lot of blood and a lot of tears over the years doing it. My first five years as a pro, my person would have, wouldn't have even totaled five grand in five years. I sparred everybody. I sparred Klitschko. I sparred Fury. I sparred Joshua 500 rounds. Didn't get a penny for him. 
I ain't every single, I ain't every single thing of what I've ever learned, you know. People say, oh, you've done this, you've done that, you've never done anything. I sparred over a thousand hours with Shorty and Joshua. I've learned everything that I've done. Um, it's not like I've, I weren't brought up a millionaire and paid my way through, I had fuck all. From being 20 to 25, I had not a fucking penny in my pocket. No, from 20 to 27, I never had a penny in my pocket, you know. People, um, people can say I've been given opportunity after opportunity. Not really, no. No one thought I wouldn't have eaten it well. I boxed right in Ortiz, no one gave me a chance. I went to France to watch the Open for peanuts. No one gave me a chance, I got beat up, you know. Henry Thomas won was the one where I, where I thought it was the opportunity. You get opportunity after opportunity. No, no, I, I, I don't, I don't agree with that. I don't. And again, I'm on the pay per view because people are paying to watch it. That's why he's putting me on. He's not putting me on because I'm his mate. He's putting me on because it's good for business. And um, and that's thanks to people that support me. I'm very grateful for it. But I hate when people say you get opportunity after opportunity. No, no. I've been there as a body more times than I've been there to be given an opportunity. Let's put it that way. Um. But as people keep pointing out to you, his dad, Eddie Hearn, whoever else, Jamie, everyone in your team, you beat Christian Hammer. It, again, it sets up a, a huge fight again, which I suppose in what you're saying is right. You, you would have earned the opportunity to whatever yeah. fight you have after this if you beat Christian Hammer. Yeah, the only one that I didn't deserve, the Lenroy Thomas fight off the back of getting filled in by White and Ortiz, really. <laughs> you know what I mean? That's the only undeserving thing. I didn't deserve a Commonwealth title shot. But apart from that, everything else I've grafted for and I've worked for it, you know? Um, I've been very smart as well. I've always enjoyed it over the years with me, that Dave Allen and I stick his picture in. Nah, he's not. He's very intelligent, actually. He's very clever. And I'm in a good position because of it as well. But it, it really gets my back up, stuff like that. Um, I don't mind people saying I'm shit at boxing, but when they say an opportunity after opportunity, it really gets my back up. You know, when Eddie rung me and I took the fight at six days for a box Nick Webb after a concussion three weeks before in absolute bits, that's not an opportunity. I'm there to get filled in. How is that an opportunity? I'm, pay I'm on pay-per-view. Yeah, I'm there to get beat up everybody in front of everyone. Do you know what I mean? And yeah, I got well paid for it, but only because I won. But I didn't get the bonus. I was in fucking peanuts again. Just to get us a backup, you know. And that's why we're in. I've beat Amma. Yeah, I've earned it again. Because to beat Amma, I'm going to have to be very good. Am I very good? I don't know, Coogan, to be honest. The answer is I don't know. Can I beat Christine Amma? I say, you know, I don't know, mate, to be honest. I don't know. And it worries me because I don't know. Can I beat him? I don't know. This is the first fight in my career where like, I bought Sortie's White Yoker. Um, do you know what I mean? I'm not expected to beat him. Hammer, it's like one of them. Genuinely one of them. Can I beat him? I don't know, mate, to be honest. I don't know. Um, but I'm training very hard and I'll be trying my best. That's one thing for definite. Well, preparation for this, really, you couldn't have had any better. You've been out in camp with Usyk. I'm assuming, obviously, you're not going to be sparring for Vetkin anymore. I go to Spar Povetkin November 1st, the day after the fight, all being well. Oh, you're going after the fight, yeah. All, all being well, yeah, I will, I will go the day after. Uh, I will go, I will fly to Russia the day after the Hammer fight, all being well, obviously. Um, if Hammer sits on my backside, I won't be going nowhere. But uh, all being well, I will go to Russia the day after, yeah. Um, so, yeah, it's the, what's the date today? 10th of 
October. So you've not got long. You've got three weeks basically today. Yeah, I go. I go to uh, Jamie's on Sunday. Got two weeks there, um, and then it's fight week again. It's been a while, you know. Um, I'm really excited by it, and as you can tell with my demeanour, um, I'm nervous about it. I'm nervous about it. Um, it's a big one. It's a really big fight, to be honest. Mm. Um, and it and it means a lot. This is the one where. I think for beat Christian, I'm a Peter Paul, so you know what, Neil Allen's not bad. I think they've got to say he's not he's a good fighter, you know, and that means the world to me. So, um, um, and this one with you, sick, I'm in good shape, I've been in good shape for the last six months now, you know. Um, but I'm worried because I've not, I can't take him out with one shot, Coogan, and that worries me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? We have him, he's a tough man, he's, he's cute defensively. I'm going to have to box him for 10 rounds. And that puts the fear it got into me. But um, I'm really looking forward to it. And like I said, sink or swim, we're either going to see the best of me or I'm not good enough, you know, because I'm fit. This is Dave Allen with a 12-week camp, you know. People on Twitter used to go, Dave Allen with a 12-week, 12-week camp beats everybody, beats King Kong. So uh, we're going to find out, you know. This is, this is the one where I've, I've trained with no excuses. There'll be no, oh, we've had a train, we've done this. This is it. And that and that scares me a little bit because the truth, the truth will out if I'm good enough or not. So um uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm a bit scared. Well that might bring out the best in me, so we'll see. Okay. Um let me just ask you about some uh, off Dave Allen. Topics as I always like to do. What um, what do you think about the fight between Babbage and Tom Little, which is going to happen on the twenty first of November? From my honest opinion, yeah, I think Tom Little wins. To be honest, I think uh, this is the first proper heavyweight Babbage has boxed, and um, I don't think Tom's a big puncher, but he's a big man. He's tough. Um, he's tough and he's defensively cute enough to go with that toughness to go through three or four rounds and not only to go through three or four rounds he'll go through three or four rounds in the lip babbage as well uh, I think if Tom um, is in shape he's in good shape I think he wins I expect him to win um, I'm a big fan of Babbage to be honest I think he's great fun I just don't think um, with his style at his size he's going to do anything at heavyweight. And I think Tom Little beats him to be honest. But um, it's an interesting fight. It's intriguing. Intriguing is the word I use with Alan Babbage. Um, he's definitely exciting but I, I think Tom Little beats him. So this case with Babbage we, we just don't know yet. I mean until he kind of moves up uh the heavyweight levels, we just we just don't know. He's exciting to watch, and he's. I think he's great. He's great, cracking. Yeah, I, yeah. I watch all these, and people mess me all the time. Do you hate Alan Babbage? Do you hate Tom Little? I've never met either of them in my life. One time, I don't hate anybody at all. I don't really hate anyone that I know. I'm not going to hate anyone that I don't know. I wish them all the best. Um, I think Tom Little wins. Um, 
Falun Bobic wins would be a massive surprise. Probably not, no. You know, he's relentless, isn't he? He's relentless. And I think being small, he's awkward and he can obviously punch a little bit. But I think Tom Little's a step up from Mark Kennedy. And uh, it's interesting. And what I can also tell you is, part of the deal is, if I lose to Hammer, I'll probably watch Babbage next. But we're hoping that's not going to happen. <laughs> of course. But uh, I think Babbage is great fun. I think it's going to be great while it lasts. He'll go down to Cruiserweight and he'll have another pop again. If I were to light anyway, because the fellow that boxed uh, Boazzi was was a really good fighter. Mark uh, Oh, really good fighter. Yeah, really, really good. Um, but yeah, people think Babbage's a one-dimensional swinger. I've watched some of his amateur fights and I've watched him training. He's a good, he's a good fighter. Uh, this savage thing uh, is doing what he's doing. I think he's a good boxer. And I think with Tom Little after box, because I think Tom will be able to uh, use his size to steady him up with the jab. And I think Babbage then will think, all right, I'm going to have to box. And I think he's a better boxer than people are giving him credit for because he's just doing that. He's got that, uh, that mentality at the minute. Mm. But I think he's a very good boxer. It's a fight I'm actually really intrigued by, mm. you know? People go, oh, it's low level this, it's low level that. Um, I, think, I, think, I think it's a good fight. Okay. So, what's your plans today? Day off today. Um, Got back from Ukraine and been training all week. Um, got the exemption, the sports person exemption, but apart from the training, over the start of the week, um, I didn't really know I was going to box, to be honest. I was just waiting and when I got the Christian Amni fight, I thought, right, you know what I mean? Obviously, um, it's serious. So I go to Manchester uh, tomorrow, there for two weeks and then, I'm not sure how fight week works. I'm not sure I have to go down early or whatever. I don't know the details like that, but looking forward to getting back with Jamie and um, you know, seeing seeing what ideas he's got about the hammer fight and hopefully the match up with mine. <laughs> hopefully. Hopefully we're on the same on the same thing. But uh, I'm really excited by it. I'm really, really excited by it. And it's been a long time coming. The prize fight was eighteen months ago, you know. Um I just hope it comes together. I just hope we're on a going night. Because I was speaking to you the other day and I said, I said, mate, I'm either hot, I'm either hot or cold. And when I'm cold, I'm absolutely freezing, mate. <laughs> you know what I mean? So just, I'm just really hoping it's a going day and um, get this fella beat and, and move on to the next one. But um, he's hard doing it, you know what I mean? He's hard. It's um, self-doubt must plague everybody, you know. But I, but I can't help but talk about it out loud. <laughs> but uh, but yeah, obviously a lot, lot of self-doubt, you know what I mean. Um, but uh, but it is what it is. What will be will be, won't it? Absolutely. Is your debt causing you sleepless nights? Knock your debt out with debt KO. And your debt won't be the only thing keeping you up at night. Debt KO, free impartial advice on all your debt.